0: Hello and welcome to Meditations Through the Book of Romans with me, Chris Wickland. And today, I'm afraid we're still in episode, well, we're in episode 5, but we're still in verse 1. So Romans 1.1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. So today we're going to look at the phrase set apart. What does it mean to be one who is set apart? Well, the primary Greek word for set apart is aphorizo, A-P-H-O-R-I-Z-O. And it means to be um, set off by a boundary, a limit, to divide from something, to mark off from others by set boundaries and also to be appointed and set aside and apart for some purpose appointed by God. To be a Christian is one who is chosen by God, to be set apart to God, by him, for him. Then within that arena, there are others who are then further set apart for specific callings, roles within God's church, for example, But it's also not limited to just within the church. You might be called to be a lecturer, a nurse, a doctor, a musician, etc. Yet called by God and then given the relevant giftings to do that said job. The Apostle Paul has been handpicked and chosen by God to be the one who will help the Gentile churches grow in this new faith called the cult of the way. And now known as Christianity. It was known as the cult of the way in the good old days. If you read in the book of Acts, that's what the early form of Christianity was known as. Now, he was a Jewish scholar. This is Paul. Well-versed in Roman and Greek culture. He knew the scriptures in both Hebrew and Greek. Indeed, all his quotes from scripture are only from the Greek Septuagint, which is the Greek version of the Old Testament. The one man who once despised the cult of the way by trying to destroy it. Uh, became God's trophy of his grace in blessing and building his church, the body of Christ. He was handpicked, chosen, and set aside for this specific purpose. Like the prophet Jeremiah, he was called as we are all called before he was ev- even ever born. Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 to 5 says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. The word consecrated here has similar meanings to being set apart. The Greek word here in Jeremiah is Hagezo, which means to make holy, to be separated out from that which is profane, to be dedicated to God. So Paul was consecrated and set apart for the gospel of God. The Greek word for consecrated appears later in Romans and has more to do with living a holy and separated out life to God. However, in verse 1 of Romans, set apart means that Paul has been set apart for God's plans and purposes and like being holy, there are restrictions, limits and boundaries within that set apartness. To be set apart by God for himself is a great comfort, joy, and gives a true sense of meaning and significance to the believing child of God. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. All of us children of God who are created in Christ Jesus have been appointed to good works, which our God and loving Heavenly Father has prepared for us to do. So that we should walk in them. Now, there are some in the Reformed end of uh, Protestantism which would state that it's all about God and has nothing to do with us. Uh, But whereas, for example, the Charismatic end of Protestantism states that it's all about us and what God has done for us. You know, like all things, the balance is always somewhere in the middle, yet it is all about God his plans and his purposes, for he is God, he is king and he is sovereign. Yet at the same time God wants us to enjoy him, no sonship, be co workers and co laborers with him. So yes, the the reformed end of the spectrum are correct, but so are the charismatics, in that, because of God and what he has done, we do have a destiny. We do have value, meaning and significance. It's not one or the other. It's both. But please, please, please don't get caught up in the trap of what's my destiny? What's my calling? What's my ministry? That's a rabbit hole that you don't necessarily want to go down. Just look at some of the benefits one has through knowing Christ already. You have no judgment in Christ. Romans 8, one. You have empowerment against sin. Romans eight two and 12. Uh, real peace Romans 5 1 Romans 8 6 the Holy Spirit lives in you Romans 8 9 to 11 the gift of eternal life Romans 8 10 to 11 and Romans 8 22 to 23 abundant life and healing John 10 10 James 5 14 to 15 we're adopted as children of God Romans 8 15 intimacy with God John 17 4 a priceless inheritance Romans 8 17 we share in the sufferings of Christ. Romans 8, 17 to 18. I'm sure some of you are thinking, why is that a blessing? But we'll look at that another time. Holy Spirit, he helps us in our weaknesses. Romans 8, 18, Ephesians 3, 16. Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Romans 8, 26 to 27. God causes all things to work for good to those who love him. Romans 8, 28. We are a royal priesthood to God. 1 Peter 2, 9. Now, I could go on and on but suffice to say there is plenty in that list to be getting on with without having to worry about what's your ministry so for example being a member of God's royal priesthood means you have a ministry from the get-go to praise to worship God to offer prayers intercessions and supplications to God You see, some people might go, oh, but no, I don't want to do that. That's boring. I I want like a ministry, you know, I want to lay hands on the sick, see them recover. I want to preach the gospel and stuff. Uh, Well, just just hang on a minute, because actually our primary ministry as believers is not to man, but to God. And from ministering to God, we then minister to man. Don't be guilty of what I was many years ago as a pastor, where God said to me very clearly, he said, you are guilty of idolatry. And I was like, well, well, how? And he made it very clear to me. You're spending all your time ministering to man, but you're not ministering to me. You must first of all minister to me and then minister to man. I mean, how many Christians and how many of us have like, you know, what's my calling? What's my ministry? Not realizing that our primary calling and primary ministry is not to the world, but actually to God and to minister to him as priests. And then from that place, we go out to the world. Because you see, if you go down the rabbit hole of what's my ministry, you may end up with a life uh, which ministers to man primarily and not to God. Everything for the believer comes out of the place of ministering to God first. From that place and that place alone will then God reveal how he wants you to share him and be set apart for him and maybe in serving others in doing that. Sadly, many Christians simply don't get this and waste their lives pursuing what I'd call a fool's gold because of this many get discouraged give up some even lose the faith this is such a tragedy and a travesty which can be easily avoided be set apart for god first and then in time he may or may not set apart you to serve man in some way but life must always be empowered from ministering to god first then from that place and only then can we and should we minister To others. Let's end uh, this session in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you've done for us on the cross and through your resurrection. And Father, we thank you for sending your Son and your blessed Holy Spirit. And we thank you, God, that you've called us, that you've set us apart for your will, for your plans, for your purposes. And Lord God, I pray that you help us to live a life of being set apart and also being consecrated where we choose to live a life that's set apart and holy to you, for you, as you have set us apart from darkness into the kingdom of light to serve you, to love you, and to know you. And I pray that you will help us to live a consecrated life day by day through the power of your spirit. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it. And thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, until next time, God bless you all. Bye-bye.